Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey, friends. Welcome back to another TikTok podcast today. Before we dive into our subject matter for today, I just want to do a little shout out to our TikTok community, our TikTok tribe on Facebook. And I know that when we listen or when I talk on this podcast, that it sort of is one directional. And that's what I love about our group is it's an opportunity to connect. And it's an opportunity that if you'll stick around to the end of the show, you'll hear something special that we're starting today. And it's nothing really formal. It's just going to be an opportunity to live out today's episode a little bit. So if you want to go to the show notes, you can find the link to join the group. You can search social tick talk tribe. It is our community here for like-minded women and a couple guys that want to be involved too. So some of the topics I think that we speak on, you probably are like, yes, Callie, you're singing my song. You're speaking my language. I feel so empowered. I feel light. I feel like I can do it. And then maybe the topic like today, you're like, oh, really? I don't know. Not loving it. Not wanting to do it. Feel a little resistant. Now, don't be too scared. It's not as bad. I've kind of set it up to be really bad. It's not, but I know it is something that not everyone feels like they want to embrace when it comes to our time. And I'm just going to start us off with a little quote because that makes me sound really smart and like an expert. So this quote is from Stephen Covey. Call me Stephen. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, speaking it into existence. One of these days, these guys or gals, they are going to call me or their people are going to call me or they're going to, you know, send out like a cease and desist, stop talking about me message. But hey, you never know, you got to go big. So he says that accountability, so there's, there's the word, there's the word of the day. Accountability breeds responsibility. Now, not response with a R-E-S, R-E-S, no, not R-E-S-P-O-N-S-I, not responsibility as in having to take a leadership role or ownership of something. But he actually says response, R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E, response ability, the ability to respond. So now let me rephrase that quote one more time. Accountability breeds response ability, the ability to respond, the ability to act, the ability to make choices, the ability to grow, the ability to move forward, all of those in my words. So we are going to talk about mastering time accountability and the key to it. And I feel like before I give you a few thoughts and tips and direction and perspective on accountability today, I also want to first express why I think we don't like accountability. Why does that sound like a bad word, a negative word for a lot of people? So here are a couple thoughts. And if I hit the bullseye, um, we just took our son Brayden for a little belated birthday celebration with a couple of his classmates and they went axe throwing. So if I hit the bullseye with this today, like bam, then just take note. Okay. So I find in my experience personally and in working with lots of women 
the reason that we tend to avoid accountability are, here's some of the following, a fear of failure, because some people may fear that setting this goal and being held accountable could lead to highlighting their shortcomings or their perceived shortcomings or failures if you're unable to meet that objective. All right. So anybody feel like, yeah, I don't want to start it because then if I fail, then other people are going to know. And if I just don't keep myself accountable or if I don't even start it, then no one's going to know. All right. The second one is we're resistant to change. And this is a form of change and change can feel uncomfortable. And having a new system or routine requires adapting to doing things differently. And sometimes we resist that, right? So the change would be implementing an accountability system. I think another one is a lack of self-discipline. Discipline gets a bad rap. It's not completely bad. I think that habits are more important. I also love the word devotion. Doesn't that change things? Devotion to something instead of discipline to something. But regardless, it takes discipline to stick to a schedule. It takes devotion to stick to a schedule or follow through on commitments. And some people may struggle in that area and that makes it difficult. So have I hit it yet? Is it fear of failure? You don't like change? Self-discipline is just not in your vocabulary. Maybe it feels overwhelming. Maybe the idea of being accountable is overwhelming because you might already feel overloaded with responsibility or tasks. So it's just one more thing to have to add. Maybe it feels like a loss of freedom. So you might feel like you do not want to be restricted or constrained and that this limits your freedom to be either spontaneous or to change things or to pivot. So maybe that's part of it. You know, another reason that we don't have accountability is frankly, we're just not clear. So a lack of clarity. We don't really either have a goal or a clear goal or priorities. So how are or why, maybe even more importantly, do we want to stay accountable for affecting, effectively managing our time when we really just don't even know or have defined what it is that we want to achieve, right? So kind of what's the point in that case? Of course, procrastination is our big one. Procrastination, we tend to avoid tasks, maybe because of perfectionism, or we already talked about fear of failure or lack of motivation. And so when we are leaning towards procrastinating, then we definitely are going to be resistant to having someone to be accountable to because then it forces us. It forces us to avoid our avoidance behavior. And so on that note, you know, a lot of times I will shout out to our previous episodes in case you want to go back and have a little bit of a review of that. So we talk about procrastination in episode 22. If you want to hit that one again, never hurts <laughs> to hear things once, twice, 10 times, right? Especially if that's an area. Um, and then I think lastly, it's probably comes from external distractions. So maybe it's just really more of a matter of you find yourself feeling interrupted or maybe you're, it's difficult to complete or have competing priorities. And so that could be part of it too. Maybe those things tend to derail you and make it challenging to stick to a schedule or a plan. So have I hit on any of the reasons that you're like, I would prefer not to stay accountable? Or maybe I just, it's just not something that crosses my mind or something that I've really ever thought about. Or maybe, frankly, you are so good. You're like, I just don't even need to be accountable. And I will tell you that I'm wired 
that I, I really do tend to want to, not always do, but want to follow through. So in some ways, I might also even think like, I'm good. I think I should add that one to the list. Why don't we say like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to get it done. I'm good. So that maybe could be having a sense of um, living in a dream world. <laughs> okay. So I want to share a couple different ways that we can choose to be accountable. And the first one is we can actually be accountable to ourselves. So this is not yet taking it to the next level where we're accountable to somebody else that's coming. But you can start by being accountable to yourself. One of the things that you can do, it's similar to maybe a food diary. I've done this before where I'm starting to track the different things that I'm eating, like, okay, why are my clothes not fitting like they used to? Maybe I should take a look at what I'm eating. And it's not just tracking it, but I will say things like this. Okay, you ready? I'll say, I am getting ready to. And then I have to say whether it's what I'm getting ready to eat or what I'm getting ready to do. And I tell you how quickly you become accountable to yourself when you do that. So I am getting ready to eat five handfuls of peanut M&Ms. All right. So for Valentine's Day, my sweet husband gifted me and our daughter a bunch of chocolates, which was so sweet and literally sweet. And I work from home. So it's like, oh, you could only have self-discipline for so long, right? So they're in a little dish. And if you say that out loud, so it's not after you've done it, because this isn't shaming, all right? This is staying accountable to things. If you say it before, then you have the option to still follow through or make a different decision. So I'm getting ready to eat five handfuls of peanut M&Ms. And you have to say it out loud. You can't say it in your, in your brain. And then you might be tempted to do that. Or you know what? I think I'm going to have a few handfuls of blueberries instead. Okay. So how do we relate that to time and a time accountability to ourselves? I'm getting ready to watch this Netflix movie in the middle of the day. Maybe you work from home and you're avoiding a task. Maybe you say, I'm getting ready to, and then you fill in the blank, whether it's scroll on social media, whether whatever it is. And usually when we say it out loud, we think, oh goodness, it really makes it real. And it's less easy to hide. It's less easy to excuse it. It's less easy to be on autopilot because a lot of times going back to that food diary, a lot of times it wasn't really that I was even aware of what I was doing. Cause at the end of the day, I'm like, gosh, I really, I really ate pretty well today. But when I looked back and I realized the times that I was swinging through grabbing a handful of something or, you know, not even really seeing what I was doing. So saying that to yourself, I'm getting ready to. And then that allows you to decide in that moment if you want to follow through with that or if you want to make a different choice. Another thing you could do to stay accountable to yourself is you can decide if something needs another time boundary. So you can back it up to something or have something right before that so that you have no choice but to stay on track. So for example, Before I had kids, when my husband and I both worked from home and we both tended to prefer to be up later at night than get up earlier in the morning, I actually would need to schedule appointments where I needed to be up and out by a certain time in the morning so that I would stay accountable to myself to get myself up and out. So I wasn't in my PJs all day. So that might even be a doctor's appointment or it might be an actual appointment for my business, for my job. 
And in that same vein, if you want to stay accountable to yourself and maybe you know that there's something, maybe you go to visit a client or you've got a lunch appointment and you know that you tend to take too much time. You tend to really avoid other things and take a two-hour lunch or you tend to fall into a trap where you invest too much time in an area that's not being productive. You can back that up to something that you have to leave for. You have to say, I've got to go. I've got my next appointment. So you can hold yourself accountable in some of those things. The last thing I want to say about this is decide if you like pleasure or if you like to avoid pain. So holding yourself accountable could sound something like, when I do this, then I get to. And I play that game with myself quite a bit. So it's like doing what I need to now so I can do what I want to then. So that's a big game I play with myself, especially during the day. When I do this, then I get to sit on my porch in the sun and read my Kindle. Then I get to go for an extra walk with my dog. Then I get to watch the show with my husband at night. Then I get to. So I like to typically work from the pleasure side of things. Some people like to work from the avoiding of pain. And that would sound like I don't get to. If I don't do fill in the blank, then I don't get to. So it's really how you're wired. If you're wired of the positive, the pleasure, or if you're wired by the avoidance of the negative or the pain. So those are just a couple of tips of staying accountability first to oneself, saying out loud, I'm getting ready to, and then you decide, am I really going to do that? Or would I be better served not to? Also having other time boundaries that are set in stone so that you have to stay on track. And then of course, deciding how you're wired. Do you like pleasure or would you prefer to avoid pain? All right. The second way that we can stay accountable is accountability to others. Now, again, I'm going to sound really fancy and like an expert. I did a little research. So according to, because I got to source my sources, according to the American Society of Training and Development, people are 65% more likely to meet a goal after committing to another person. So just in general, this isn't even following through. 65% more likely to meet a goal after committing to another person. Like, hey, girl, this is what I'm going to do. There's 65% more. Additionally, they found that individuals have a 95% chance. Like what? That's almost a 100. I mean, that is almost a 100% chance of achieving a goal. So what is it the, the goal that you have in your life right now? Maybe it's in your health. Maybe it's in your business. Maybe it's relational. 95% chance of achieving that goal when they have a specific accountability appointment with the person they've committed to. So setting up the accountability, 65%. Actually having an appointment, an appointed time, a check-in, 95% chance. I mean, have I just blown your mind? Have I won you over? Have I won you over to the accountability side? I think of a few ways that I have done this. I think it goes without saying, if you've listened to a couple of my episodes, especially at the beginning, Packing is not my thing. And I tend to travel a lot. Thanks, God. But packing is not my thing. And I have this friend, Julie, and I don't know how it got started, but I hold myself accountable to her when it's time to pack. I will literally send her a photo of like my 
blank bathroom or bedroom floor with nothing done. And I'm like, okay, here's my check-in. I'm going to check back in an hour and show you how much I packed. (laughs) Julie, I mean, she could, I mean, she loves me, but she could probably care less, but I'm 65% more likely to reach that goal because I've committed to her. Now, if she says, great, I'm going to check back with you in an hour, I'm more like 95% sure that I'm going to get it done. So I hold myself accountable to Julie. And then I usually do give myself a reward. Another one is with my team, we actually have a standing appointment. Every single Friday, we have a standing hour in which we spend time together for one hour and we all work. So we actually mute our volume, mute our audio. We don't, we're not on video together. We don't do any kind of training. It is an, we call it a power hour. It is an hour where everybody that has things that they need to do in their business we get on it and we're braver. We do the things that scare us because we stay accountable to ourselves. Accountable in my health. I work out at the pit. It's across the street from my house at my neighbor's home in her garage. And it is, it's the pit. And I work out there with her and another girlfriend and we message each other. We're, we're all flexible to a degree in our businesses. So therefore we're like, okay, tomorrow it's usually around the same time, but this is the time we're going to meet. And I know that somebody's Jeep is going to be in the driveway. I know that the garage door is going to be going up so we can have some air coming through. I know we're getting ready to get after it when it comes to that because of that accountability. I'll tell you another interesting one that just happened a couple of weeks ago. You know, these past few months have been full. They've been full and I'm good with that. I mean, I don't want to be bored. And that's what I say to people. I am never bored. Being that they're so full and knowing that I do need some time boundaries to myself a little bit. And I just haven't really had that opportunity. A couple of weeks ago, I decided that I was going to put my phone on do not disturb on Friday night. And I wasn't going to take it off of do not disturb until Sunday church-ish time. Now, right before I went into that Sabbath time, I was wavering as if I wanted to tell my husband that I was going to do it or not. And here's why. Because I knew that if I told him that I was not going to work, I was not going to check anything. I was really just going to take this time and completely be unplugged. I knew that if I did that, and then I was tempted to say, you know what, though, I'm just going to sneak into my office just for 15 minutes because I do love it. I love to work and I love to get ahead so that my tomorrow is easier. But I knew in my gut and in my heart that I really had to take a breather. But see, if I told him, then he was going to hold, hold me accountable. But if I didn't tell him, then he'd never know. And I could mostly do it. I could mostly relax. I could mostly take the day off. But I sucked it up and I said, Josh, here's what I'm going to do. I am not going to work. Hold me accountable. Hold me accountable, which really meant I'm being accountable to you. It's not his responsibility, but I'm being accountable to you. And he said, okay. I mean, he does not mind to chill on the weekend. So he was like, thank God she's not going to, my neighbor calls me Project Pat sometimes. Thank God he's not, she's not going to Project Pat me. Well, at some point on Saturday, I was unloading the dishwasher and he came flying over. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm unloading the dishwasher. He goes, you can't do that. (laughs) I said, 
I can't. And he goes, no, you're working. I go, well, I didn't mean like this. And he's like, I, I don't think you can do that. I said, Josh, it's not my birthday. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can unload the dishwasher. I don't think that was on the list. He's like, okay. Oh, and he sighed at me. So anyways, staying accountable to others. And I know that that's kind of a silly story, but at the same time, it actually wasn't for me at all. It was really significant. And do you know what I did the next Saturday? I actually did it again. And I'm not going to be able to do that all the time, but it really was healthy. It was healthy to be able to do that. And it was healthy knowing that someone was going to hold me to it. Now, of course, there are ways that you can stay accountable to others that have more skin in the game. And that would be when you have to, when you choose to pay for something, whether you're choosing to pay for a coach whether you're choosing to pay for a trainer, whether you're choosing to pay for a course that there's accountability in. So of course, there's that accountability to others. Last thing I want to talk about accountability systems and tools. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to put all these in the show notes because they're a lot. And I don't want you to like have be thinking that you need to do them all or you need to memorize them, but I want to give you a resource. So here are just a few accountability systems and tools that you should or could tap into if you want them. So again, do not worry about writing all this down. I will throw these in the show notes. And we're also going to be having this as part of our TikTok tribe in our Facebook group. So there are time tracking apps, apps like Toggle, Rescue Time, and Clockify These allow you to track your time on various tasks and activities, and they give you insights into your productivity and identifying areas for improvement. Okay, that's number one. Number two, there's task management tools, platforms like Asana, Trello, Todoist. Those are going to help you organize and prioritize tasks. You can set deadlines and you can collaborate with other people, making sure that those tasks are completed on time. One of our guests, Kaylee, she talked a little bit about this in her episode, and that was episode 29. And she talked about automate to liberate and being that entrepreneur and being able to have those resources. Number three, there are calendar apps. Of course, I think most of us are familiar with things like Google Calendar. There's also Microsoft Outlook, Apple Calendar, and you can use these to schedule appointments, reminders, block out time, help you stay organized. Number four, there's project management software, systems like Monday.com, Basecamp, Reiki. That has team collaboration, task delegation, progress tracking, making sure projects are completed and done on time. Next, number, where are we at? Five, there's goal setting apps. Things like Strides, Habitica, Goals on Track. These help you set and track your goals and they can break them down into manageable tasks and provide motivation to stay focused and accountable. So you might be an app kind of girl. There's an app for that. I love number six, which is time blocking techniques. I've really been using this a lot lately. And this allows me to schedule blocks of time for different tasks throughout the day. You can go back and do some of this in your weekly plan. And if you go into the show notes, you can download for free my brain drain and weekly plan printables, and then you can block it out. I've been doing that a lot since I've got a lot of different things that I'm responsible for. And that helps me stay on track. I also talked about the Pomodoro technique and there are apps like Focus Booster, Tomato Timer, and this is the Pomodoro technique, which allows you, I believe I talked about this in the procrastination episode. 
where you work in short bursts of focus time, usually about 25 minutes, followed by a short break. So if you're that kind of person, like I just need that burst. It was funny. The other day I was putting on my hydrogel eye patches and you keep them on for about 20 minutes. And I sort of use that as my Pomodoro technique. I was like, let me see how much I can get done in these 20 minutes. I can get a podcast outline done. I can get dinner in the crock pot. I get like, I can work with my team real quick. There was things that I could do in those 20 minutes before I needed to take the patches off. And of course, finishing this up, there are accountability partners and groups. And so you can connect with people. You can search for them on Facebook if there's something specific. Or, you know, I think back to our very first guest episode ever, and that was with my girl, Angie. This was episode three. She talked about finding a support system or starting a support system. So maybe you're like, well, I don't know if there's an exact accountability for what I'm looking for. Girlfriend, start your own. If there are people in the same lane doing what you want to do, why don't you have regular check-ins, goal-setting sessions, have that mutual support for each other? And again, I've been teasing that a little bit in our TikTok tribe conversation that I've had so far. So just hold on to your horses for that one. And then, of course, there's journals too. There's personal development journals. There are paper journals, digital note-taking apps where you can make sure that you're reflecting on your daily activities, setting your intentions, things like that too. And yes, there are some things coming down the pike with that. Does anybody want to be my TikTok tribe intern? I I certainly could use an intern or two over here. (laughs) Okay. So concluding our conversation about accountability, I know that we just sort of, we have to shine a light on the reasons we don't want to. And then we have to say, Knowing that about myself, is that strong enough to keep me? Like, is that the mountain standing in my way? Is that really going to be the thing that does not allow me time freedom, that does not allow me to have this piece in my schedule, that does not allow me to get to the end of the week and not feel exhausted, that does not allow me to dread Mondays, that does not allow me to never get the most important things done. I always have this to-do list. I've always got things hanging over my head or is enough enough. And I'm going to take the lead. And I'm going to decide that accountability is now the glue that's going to tie my commitment to my results. So what I wanted to share is, this is going to be, again, nothing fancy whatsoever, but I am going to share in our TikTok tribe that if there's some accountability that you're wanting we're going to be starting that. We're going to be starting some accountability to certain things so that you can just have a place to check in and say, boom, I did it. Or you know what? I'm struggling, but I'm getting back on track. I'm going to hit the reset button for this accountability because I want to have it enough. Like I want to have those things that accountability or lack thereof actually has been stealing from me. No more is it serving me to be an island of myself, no more am I going to say that this is going to hold me back because I don't have somebody who cares about the results like I do. Mm -mm. We're leaving that behind. We're moving forward and we're moving forward with focus and with accountability. So make sure that you are in our TikTok tribe, our community. Again, show notes, 
have everything that you need, especially all those tools that I was talking about. And those were just a few examples. And they may not even be the most accurate either. So if you've got other tools, send them my way. I would love to hear. All right, let's join forces together, better together, friends. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.